You know what? And I want to, you know what? I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. The show goes on. This is my home. <laughs> All right, so that was a horrible edit, but uh, Aaron Rodgers is back. He's coming back. He's never left, but he's coming back anyways to the Green Bay Packers. I am joined today with a great guest. All right, everyone, let's, this, this, I've never started a show good, <laughs> but we got, uh, I want to give a little shout out to your podcast. Uh, we got Joe Bees from the Beehive Sports Podcast. Be sure to go check out uh, the Beehive Sports Podcast. He, he talks about all all things NFL. He he is a Bills fan, but he, he covers he covers a lot of stuff. Well, hey, we, we like Bills fan. Packers owner. Packers owner. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, you are a Packers owner. Also a cop, so keep it clear in the comments, people. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, b- big thanks, man. Uh, yeah. Thanks for joining. Me. Thanks how, for having how me. How you been? Been well. Uh, you know, we're on a break from our show right now. We had our season finale the week after the Super Bowl. Uh, so we are on a break until St. Patty's Day is our first show back. But we're uh, we're actually having our our little podcast team meeting tomorrow, which means day drinking. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, day, day drinking is always the best. Man. Nothing better. <laughs> but uh, so we got some big news in the, in in the NFL today, especially for Packer fans, and I think Definitely. every every fan base uh, cares about the Packers. I assume. <laughs> according to my comment section they do uh on, on all my social medias but a- a- aaron Rodgers coming back there was a big number out there um they're saying now that that number is not real aaron Rodgers actually is saying that it is not real uh the, the report is 200 million dollars for four years 152 i believe uh guaranteed he said that that's not a real number I'm not sure what the real number will be, but Aaron Rodgers being back, it is definitely huge. What do you think? Yeah, the the uh, guaranteed money for for what came out, it was the guaranteed money that was supposed to lower the cap hit for this season, which I believe was intentional, so that uh, you know, obviously Devonte, uh, the those two were a package deal, I believe, unless Rodgers retired. But uh, yeah, that's huge for Green Bay. I think it's the smartest move that Rodgers could have made was st- staying with his team. Uh, he needs to retire a Packer as it is. Um, but I think, uh, you know, I, you and I have discussed off the air uh, a few times about what his options really were. Uh, the Packers would have been crazy to let him go to another NFC team. And the AFC is just a, kind of a scary place to go right now. I think Russell Wilson's going to find that out real quick. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm happy he's back. It's where he belongs. I'm glad he did it through McAfee, too, because that just – I just – enjoy that relationship that those two have. Yeah. I, I think it was cool that he gave uh McAfee that choice. I, I could kind of hear something. Do, do you have an air conditioner going? Is that the sound of your laptop? I'm not, I'm not sure what that is. It might be McAfee. my refrigerator. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's all good either way. All right. But, uh, but yeah, so yeah, I, I think the whole McAfee thing is cool. Cause I, I think Rogers doesn't like the media that much. He doesn't. Uh, I mean, I don't, not, not that I, I don't think, I know he doesn't. Right. He likes to stick it to the media. So I think he wanted to give McAfee that. Back in the day when he signed up one of his big contracts, he let uh, James Jones have it from the NFL Network. Obviously, he's playing for the Packers. So I, I, I think that he doesn't like – I think he'd rather give it to his friends. Like, he knows what it is, like, when they have – when they get to break that stuff. So he, he, he let McAfee have it. Now, Devontae Adams was, was franchise tag. I think that he's – they're obviously going to work on a long-term deal with him. I don't think that they're going to want him to play on the franchise tag. It's it's not beneficial for either. Devontae Adams doesn't like it, and uh, happy player is a better player. Like, right. not that I think that he's not going to play well either way, but I think that it's beneficial cap wise. Keep him long term. If, if they play him the whole year in a franchise tag, he's probably going to bounce. He's going to be irritated with them. Uh, I think that they would want to keep him long term. What, what what do you think about the about the franchise tag? I think it's beneficial for certain positions, but it's also you can you can end up 
spending more on what you you know might actually put into a player for a season. It's because it, I think it's based off of uh, like the top three highest paid players, like an average. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I think it's, it's eighteen and a half million for one season. year for receiver. See, that's a lot. I mean, yeah. not that not that Adams isn't uh, worth that. He's arguably the number one receiver in the NFL. Uh, but it's just yeah, if you can get a deal done. The franchise tag has always had a kind of a stigma that follows it with players where they they feel like they aren't being committed to, I think, uh, by a franchise. So I think that, you know, obviously, if you could you put that on them to keep them within the organization. But the uh, obvious uh, object or the obvious goal is to reach, you know, an actual deal rather than yeah, the, the players don't like it, which I get, because like if, if Adam plays on a franchise tag and he ends up getting hurt then he's screwed yeah like for a long-term deal so like the goal for him for everyone like uh we had a comment in here um they they want to get him before the season starts a lot of players won't even sign the franchise because they're like no yeah it it, it rubs the players the wrong way well, i yeah, think it... because they put them in a vulnerable spot like yeah 18 and a half million dollars a lot of money but if he ends up getting hurt next year like he tears his acl or something that hurts him long term to get like a a big deal, like whatever it would be, guaranteed money, a lot more than that. You know what I mean? Right. So uh, I think that everyone's going to – but let's talk real quick, and then we'll get right back to talking about the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Let's talk about the the, the Denver Broncos. Right after the, the Aaron Rodgers coming back to the Packers news broke, Russell Wilson being traded for like a boatload, like a, a, like a truckload. <laughs> they got, I think it's two firsts, two seconds. Yep. Drew Locke, which eh. Shelby and, Harris yeah. and Noah Fant. Yeah, there you go. And, and is that two defensive linemen? I know it's at least one. No, no, Noah Fant's a tight end. Who's uh, he was in the All same right. draft oh, yeah, class. Yeah, yeah. He he was part of the draft class where him and uh, T.J. Hawkinson actually both came from Iowa. They were drafted. They were both fantastic tight ends for Iowa. And uh, Fant has a lot of upside. And tight ends kind of a position, in my opinion, where. Uh, it doesn't, you don't really translate like a great college tight end doesn't really come into the NFL and make an impact right away. It's kind of a process. Uh, so I think uh, that's, that's a good piece for, for Seattle, for their, you know, future building, which obviously they're going into a rebuild. Uh, now they have draft stock, you know, <laughs> beyond draft stock. So I think that they've kind of thrown, thrown in the towel, waved the white flag, but I also, uh, Shout out to all those Denver people who were giving you a rough time for a while because it sounds like they got the second guy they wanted, right? Yeah, so, like, that's the thing. Like, Denver fans, I was all ready to go all in on them and just, like, start roasting Denver fans. Then they got uh, Russell Wilson. I was like, all right, they, they they should be happy. I mean, they gave up a lot to give them, so that, like, they, they better. Like, they're talking about all in. The same thing with the Packers. We're bringing Aaron Rodgers back. It, it, it's Super Bowl or it's for nothing. Like, it well, the Rams kind of have made this blueprint now, and I think you're going to see a lot of teams follow suit. If you're if you think you're close and you're knocking on the door, then you're going to unload whatever you can unload to get those pieces in place to to make that run that year. It's a win now league. Yeah, so I, I wonder like if Denver is going to do more. Like they they're going to start giving away all their picks, like kind of like the Rams did, because the Packers all in philosophy is all in except for draft picks. Like the Packers aren't going to start trading traffic. That, that's not the package because they've kind of built through the draft. That's kind of their thing. I'd be interested to see, like, what they do going forward, like, this year. Uh, no, no, Rodgers come back. We'll see what that deal is. Devontae Adams is franchise tag. We'll see, like, if, if if he gets his long-term deal. I think a lot of that depends on Aaron Rodgers' deal. It's going to free up a lot of cap room, and maybe they can sign Devontae. Like, I, I saw someone mention in the chat here, the Darius Smith is all but gone. He's going to get released. I, he knows that. He... he He's mentioned it. He's made like kind of goodbyes on Instagram to Packer fans. So I think everyone knows that Zedarius is gone. And that, I think that frees up. I forget. I don't want to say a fake number uh, and be wrong, but it, <laughs> it's a big number that Zedarius Smith got to free up. I think it's somewhere in the 10 million area. If I'm right, don't quote me on that. I'm not like some, <laughs> I'm not some know it all cap guy. But uh, yeah, so like what, what will the Packers do? Will they make some trades, try to bring some other guys in? Will they give up? Some draft picks. Can they re-sign guys like Rasul Douglas, uh, Campbell, like a lot, two, two guys who they picked up last year, who 
basically nobody wanted her. Like they, they, they were all but free and uh, became big, big parts of the Packers defense. Campbell ended up being an all pro, even though he got no recognition anywhere else, but he balled out. So like, if, can they do that again? either with those guys or can they find more diamonds in a rough? I don't, I don't foresee them. Anyone finding two players like that, that are just, you know, on the street mid season. Uh, but like, hopefully that they can get one or both of them back. Hopefully that they can make some stuff happen. But yeah, the, the, the Packers gotta, this is their time. Rogers is back, whatever it is, three years or whatever it's going to be. The time is now that they cannot do all this and not, not win the whole damn thing. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, something, two things real quick. Uh, Douglas is one who I've been reading a lot that the Bills actually have some interest in and could pursue in free agency. And I saw one of the comments, uh, Bills Packers, who's getting grunk. Um, wanted to just touch on that real quick. I've read a lot about him and Buffalo having a lot of interest in going after him. However, I've also heard on the flip side that he doesn't really have an interest in playing in a predominantly cold uh, area. So I think Green Bay and Buffalo would both be <laughs> out if, that, if that's the case. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, I don't, the Packers have always kind of stuck to their uh, way of doing things. And I think that, you know, they've never been splashy. It's never, it's never the big sexy, you know, free agent signing or the trade. Uh, but now I would, th I think things are going to be a little bit different. And the reason I think that is because they are now including Aaron Rodgers in a lot of their decision-making and conversations. And if they're going to dump a big contract into him, you'd have to assume he's going to have a little more pool than say he did, you know, five years yeah. ago or three years ago, even. So if there's a guy that's out there that they can swing, I don't see why you don't do it. Like you said, uh, the time's now. And if the time is now, like going back to the Rams thing, unloading picks is going to be something, you know, I, I think that's going to become a popular trend moving forward, which when it comes to first rounders, to be quite honest with you, I don't hate the idea when the bills unloaded a first rounder for Stefan Diggs, I was thrilled because I know what kind of player they were getting. Yeah. Yeah. You you draft a guy, you never know how that's going to translate when it comes from going from college into the NFL. The draft's such a crapshoot uh, that I think, you know, the the first rounder for what you know is going to be a first round talent. I, I'm for that move if, it, if you, you know, you feel comfortable and you swing it. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and I agree, David, here. Let's get me on a big, huge macaroni and cheese deal. I'm with it. <laughs> Get at me any macro and cheese. <laughs> I want to get to the. I, I want to get this comment because I, I saw a lot of this today. All right, uh, Oscar says Packers should have traded Rodgers for what Broncos gave Seahawks. Packers are not going to win a Super Bowl with Rodgers. So first of all, I'm not sure the Packers. The the, the difference between Rod Rodgers is obviously better than Russell Wilson right now. I think over time too, but uh, <coughs> Russell Wilson is younger. Russell Wilson, they're going to get more years out of Russell Wilson than they would Rodgers. Russell Wilson could play eight more years. Rodgers is what he's gonna be 38. He's uh I don't I, he, he he's not gonna play in their eight years. And the whole thing with Packers are not gonna win a Super Bowl with Rodgers. Like, do people I, I'm not attacking Oscar because I I you know but they already have yeah, they have and like do you think that the Packers are better off without him? Like, do you think the Packers are gonna win a Super Bowl with Jordan Love this year? Like, I I got no hate for Jordan Love, and like we'll see what he is. But, like, do you think this coming season, with, with, with the guys that they have, like, with the Preston Smith, with the Aaron Jones, the A.J. Dillon, like, Jair Alexander, like, uh, that defense, like, how, how it is now. And the, even with the running game, we'll, we'll see, like, if Tunyon is back. But, like, this team is built to win now with Aaron Rodgers. Without Aaron Rodgers, like, I still think that they can be competitive, but are they going to win a Super Bowl? And the thing is, like, the Packers no. aren't going to be as good as they were last year, even with Rodgers. You don't have to be the number one seed to win a Super Bowl. You have to get into the tournament. You have to get into the playoffs. Like the Bills. The Bills could have easily won that game. And I don't want to bring up harsh things for you. <laughs> but like the, the, it, that, I was, that game I was just easily. <laughs> I, I was just getting over that, Matt. But that that's how the NFL is. The yeah, Packers no, it could is. Have won that Niners game. A, you know, that doesn't get uh Punt doesn't get blocked for a touchdown. Like who who knows what happens? I'm not like defending the Packers, like, oh, 
whatever it could have been. But that's how the NFL is. It's close. You, you win close, you lose close. And that's just how it is. But the Packers can win now with Aaron Rodgers. Like, I'm not guaranteed, like, oh, the Packers are going to win a Super Bowl. They got Aaron Rodgers. But, like, all you got to do is get in the playoffs. The Rams were not the number one seed. I forget what seed they were. I think they were, like, fourth or something. Uh, but, like, they got hot. And they, they won some games, like, against the Niners. The Niners had an interception that seals that game, but it was dropped. But that's that, that's how the NFL is. Like, you just got to get in the playoffs to see what happens. He, he is the back-to-back MVP. So yeah. if if anybody thinks that the Packers would be better without him, I, I, I mean, and again, no disrespect to Oscar's comment or anything like that, but it seems to me like uh, if if that's what he, Oscar wants, then he wants a rebuild. Because if you're unloading Rodgers and getting all that, uh, you know, in return, you're looking at a, a year, two year rebuild before you're back to where they were just a year ago. Yeah, or not even not even a year ago. This past season, I should say. Yeah, because like it, it, if they lose Aaron Rodgers, it, it's rebuild. They're gonna see what Jordan Love is. They're gonna they they wouldn't keep a lot of players that they'll end up keeping because they they know that all right. We we have a, our window has been extended a little bit. But yeah, dude, I, I said like people call me such a big homer and all these things, which I am. But <laughs> the the Packers have to win now. Like, there's no excuse. Like they have they they shut it down last year. They didn't. It, it didn't happen for them. They have to. The special teams has to be better. The offense has to be better in the playoffs. Like the Packers would say, the offense was not good enough in that playoff game. It, it just wasn't. Like you're at home, you're in the playoffs, you got to play better. And uh, I think I don't know. I, I don't know. To tell can people. you can they're you pop that? Running. Can you pop that comment up from Mall Dan about uh, number two receiver? We got here. He says we will not win a Super Bowl. Unless we get a true number two wide receiver in a trade, I uh, totally agree. I honestly do. I don't think Valdez Scantling. It, it, they need somebody. Adams is the best in the league. We can all agree with that, right? He needs. He he's requiring so much attention from defenses that if they just had one guy who could do his own thing cons- yeah. on a consistent, regular basis, then you know that. That would make Adams, first of all, that much better, but it would make that offense just thrive. I, I, I that's what I think's helped dig so much in Buffalo. Is a good example is Cole Beasley coming in two years ago. John Brown last year, Emmanuel Sanders. Like they're getting that sturdy number two and a good slot receiver in Beasley, who might not be there come this season. But uh, that made Diggs thrive. I mean, because if it's just Diggs, then it's easy to remove him from a game plan but if they have other guys who they have to take note of and pay attention to where they are and i i just i've never been a valdez scantling guy and if anybody is on here i apologize but i just have never thought that he was that good uh he's he's had flashes but there's been games where they could have really used him stepping up and he hasn't done it yeah he's uh like he 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 can go deep and do all the things but uh they, they need someone that like you said someone's consistent yeah, uh, Lazard, like him and Lazard. If you could build a wide receiver off those two, yeah, make them, warm, make them one. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Because I, 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 I do think Amari Rogers, Amari Rogers will have a, a bigger impact as time goes on too, because that that kid's too quick for to to not end up being effective in the offense. So uh, that's great and all, but that's not he's not going to be a number two. Yeah, and the thing is with Rogers too. Rogers has. There's times when he just doesn't throw to the other guys. When they're like in that in that playoff game against the Niners, Lazard is wide open and he forces it to Devonte Adams. So like Rodgers isn't perfect. Like I, but I know people think that I just defend Rodgers at, at all costs. But at the same time, he, he does. He has full trust in Devonte Adams, which he should. Yeah. But sometimes he has to like look at what other guys are doing as well. And but yeah, having a true number two, if if they could, that'd be huge because. Like you say, like in, in the playoffs, you're playing great defenses that know how to shut down a wide receiver to try to take them out of the game. You know, you, I don't think you're going to take Devontae Adams completely out of a game, but the, the 49ers did a pretty damn good job. I, I got uh, Mark Deaton's commented yeah, a couple of times say, about Joe Boo. I so I think Joe he Boo. asked about the Joe Boo doll. Uh, okay. As I'm getting older, so my birthdays become less important. And my mom asked me what I wanted, and I have a man cave. That's what I'm in right now. Uh, and I have a shelf kind of on a wall over here 
that has a bunch of just random sports memorabilia, some autographs and things like that. And uh, I always wanted a Joe Boo doll because Major League is hands down my favorite sports movie of all time. I just think I have always thought it was Dude, hilarious. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was able to find that on some website and I got it for a birthday gift. So a lot of people ask what some people don't even know what it is. So uh, credit to Mark for well, he's old like us. Yeah, he's recognizing <laughs> Joe Boo. I just, us old folks don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so w w to you, what is the best sports movie of all time? Major League. In Major League, you think but yeah, I, I just have, I've liked it for so long. I mean, I it's hard to compare. Honestly, I think like most football movies take the back seat to a lot of baseball movies. Like I would put Sandlot, you know, in my top five easy. Uh, and it, and here's one that I get picked on a lot for, but I love this movie, a league of their own with Tom Hanks. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. That movie just makes me laugh. I think it's a good movie and there's some historical value to it. Uh, so yeah, Iowa Joe says Joe Boo is unhappy. I haven't given him any rum. He's right. <laughs> Dude, I, that is uh. That 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 is a good point that you make though. Baseball, I don't like baseball. I don't. I I I, I follow the Brewers. I wish. I hope they do well. I don't watch every game like like I do the Packers. Uh, but in like baseball is canceled. I did. I wouldn't even know if no one told me. <laughs> like I, I I don't really watch like that. I like going to a Brewer game every now and again because going to the game is fun. And but like uh the the movies though for, for baseball Ooh. they're just better. Oscar just Oscar just threw a good one out there. Little Giants. Is a I is a really really good football movie. I, I like that one too. That in, in forever. Yeah, I, me me too. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's some good ones if you go back, like Varsity Blues. I thought I thought was cool. The Replacements, respectable movie. Uh, you know, there's there's yeah, the program. That's that program's uh, a good uh, one. That the Adam Sandler one. I wouldn't. I'm not saying. Oh, Longest movie. Yard. Yeah, Longest it, Yard. Uh, that's definitely entertaining. I, I've watched that with my kid. Actually, Longest Yard. Like 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 two weeks ago. We watch. I'm not. I'm, I wouldn't put that in an like all time great, but it's it's a good movie. No, it is. Yeah, it's a remake, but it's still a good remake. Yeah, Little Giants was legit. I agree, Ron. And uh, first time I've ever agreed with a firefighter. <laughs> you ever? Uh, you ever watch that? That that? It's a TV show, Friday Night Lights. I've never watched it. I've seen the movie with uh, they got the character Booby Miles. I remember that that movie. That was pretty. That was decent. I I watched part of it. I didn't watch all of it because my my wife used to watch that show like way back when. It, it's not just like a football movie oh. or show. It's kind of like it's got storyline. It's kind of like whatever. There's some really good ones being put yeah. up in the comments. Waterboy, Water yeah, great movie. Is a legend. Uh, any An given Sunday. Angels in the outfield. Yeah. Oh yeah, Angels in the Outfield. That rookie was a, of the year. If we're going there, we gotta go rookie, rookie of the year. Little yeah, big league. Yeah, little big rookie. league with the twins. Yeah, rookie of the year. When I was a kid, dude, that I don't know how old <laughs> yeah. I was. When that came out, but I, I think I was. I don't know. I seemed young. I don't remember. But uh, that was a good movie because you felt like anyone could do it. I don't know. It just uh, that that was entertaining. I don't know if I'd put it all time, but that was definitely entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about all time, but we're t there's a lot of good sports movies. I mean, Happy Gilmore, you could consider. Uh, yeah, Happy Gilmore. Movie. Happy Gilmore is a great movie. Field of Dreams, yeah. great movie. Beer bomb. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let me ask you this while I have you on, because I'm not sure. I think I asked you about this before, but you're you're, you're a Bills fan. Yeah. You, you you ever uh, jump through a table? I might have already asked this, but I'm usually drunk when I talk to you. I haven't. Uh, the There was one instance where it was going to be close, but the Bills lost the game. And it was actually not this past AFC – or not this past game against the Chiefs, but the AFC Championship two years ago. Uh, against my wife's wishes, I was going to jump through a table, but um, it didn't – you know, they didn't win, so it didn't matter. But yeah. no, I don't know that – I mean, that <laughs> – it's it's like funny, but to me it's it's funny to read comment sections about people observing Bills fans because they think they're all like absolutely out of their mind. They're and a lot of them are. I mean, they're it's a die it's a small city, so it's like Green Bay. We've talked about this before. The fan yeah. bases are so similar because they are legitimately like the same. You know everything. It's rural. It's a small city. They don't have a whole lot except for their football teams because nobody even remembers that, that the Sabres play there half the time. 
in Buffalo. So, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know when it started, but yeah, like, I'm gonna ask that when did when because I remember uh, the Green Bay guy, he had um, Don Beebe on the, yeah. on, his, on his podcast, right? And he asked him about the jump at the table. He's like, I have no idea because he's like, I don't follow it like that. He goes, but they weren't doing that when I was playing. <laughs> no, they it it had to have been like honestly within the last like five to ten years, and it started with just like videos that went viral of people they have an rv lot and i'm sure green bay does too but the rv lot in buffalo opens like friday and they're legitimately rv rv like stacked on top of each other the whole weekend and they're just there partying until the game on sunday keep in mind up until the last couple years buffalo primarily played one o'clock sunday and then they got their pity Thursday night game. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they're just they're just now breaking into the primetime scene again, uh, thanks to Allen and company. But, uh, and it just started with videos of guys jumping off of RVs through tables, and then it like I think once you know people saw that the these videos were going viral, everybody just kind of started doing it. Yeah, and it, and now it's. And now it's to the point where, like, they played a playoff game in Jacksonville in uh, 2017 when they ended the drought. And all these companies down there, like, stopped table sales for the weekend because they – but there was people checking them as luggage and flying them down there. I don't even know why they would stop. I mean, like, you're not going to get sued for it. No, and they're making money. What about uh, Timothy's question here? Who's that mustard and ketchup guy at, at the tailgates? I assume he's talking about you talking to you. That's, yeah, that's Pinto. That <laughs> that's his name's Pinto Ron. So uh, he he tailgates in what's called the Hammer Lot, uh, and the Hammer Lot's like I'm I'm pa- way past my prime, right? I'm 38, 38, gonna be thirty eight here in a couple weeks, uh, and so I like go to like low key tailgate. I drink beers still and everything, but like. When I was in my 20s and I had season tickets and everything, we would roam around and we'd go everywhere. The hammer lot is like where it goes down. Like it's 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 nuts there. So Pinto Ron, he hasn't missed a Bills game homer away in, in something crazy like 20 years, 30 years. Like it's like homer away. He goes to every game and in every game he takes his Pinto. He flips the hood and cooks on it. And he has a bowling ball that he pours shots into. Anybody can walk up and rip a shot out of the bowling ball. Um, and then at, at the uh, end of the tailgate, before they go into the game, he holds a hamburger in one hand and the top bun in this hand, and he holds it up, and guys stand up on an RV and hose them down with mustard and ketchup, and I have no idea why. It, it's, it's actually kind of gross to watch, to be honest with you. <laughs> I was say well, that bowling ball thing. I think I've seen that like on a pregame show. They might have highlighted them. I, I don't remember the whole bun spraying Pin- mustard at them. <laughs> they played. They played a game in England uh, f- five years ago or so. He got his pinto over there. He took it to England. It's a true story. That's wild. That's dead yeah. Yeah, I, I want to know where he gets his money. Because <laughs> how, how, how like, I, I get a, Yeah, I get a well, you go to all these games, like every game. I mean, it must have had a successful career at something. I don't know. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah you, you were talking about the RV people. I'm not sure if, if that's who it is. But yeah, when Randy Moss moved mooned the Packer fans, that was kind of why. Because Packer fans are known for mooning the visitors' bus. Like, oh, as, nice. As they come in. They come okay. into like the, behind Lambo, and there's like fans back there, uh, and 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 they moon them. Apparently, I've never really been back there. I I, I was back there a couple of times. I remember walking by there one time when I was cutting through. I usually don't go behind Lambo before a game, but I did. And Chad Johnson was back there. He was going to going to one of the games, and uh, he was just getting bombarded with Packer fans. <laughs> so what what we really need to talk about, Matt, is we need to start ironing out our plans here for you to come to Buffalo this coming season. Cause green Bay is a Buffalo home game this year. Yeah. I actually, a, a, a few people asked me about that. Uh, I've never been to a away game. I, I think going to Buffalo will be wild. Plus Dude, it's you, one of the, it's one of the only teams in the NFL. I have never trash talked 
so I don't have to worry about catching a beat down. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I trash most fan bases at some point. Buffalo, I, I like Buffalo. Like, oh. I was on a podcast earlier today, and they asked me who – I don't have a second favorite team. I'll never say, but I – I always say, like, besides the Packers, I don't root for teams, but I root for fan bases. Yeah. And the, the Bills fans, uh, and I don't say that just because you're here, but I, I got nothing but respect for Bills fans because I think that's why they're throwing each other two tables because they weren't winning for a long time. Yeah. They had to occupy themselves a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Packer fans just got drunk back in the day. Bills fans like, no, we got we to gotta take it to another level. Uh, there's, each other tables. there's always a line, and I know it's universal, and it's been used a million different ways, but I'm confident – that it started because of the bills and it was, they always said Buffalo is a drinking town with a football problem. <laughs> so I, I, and I tend to believe that a little bit. If I mean, based yeah. off the tailgate, it's been, it's, I've had some insane experiences there. I remember a, a Monday night game. It would have been, I think 2006 or seven. It was against Dallas and it was Buffalo's first home Monday night game since uh, Jesus was around, I think. And, uh, <laughs> They, uh, on the way out, Buffalo lost in overtime, naturally. And on the way out, I dead serious witnessed a Dallas fan's car just get hosed with lighter fluid and lit on fire. Like, as we were walking by, it was, it was just pure chaos. Yeah, that's uh, why I say never, like, if, if you're going to a game, don't have decals well, because I, I, I think it's different now, though. It's it's I truly believe it's different now because they're back to winning. The fans are much more pleasant than they were yeah. back, you know, during the drought. And, and honestly, I mean, I was there for a lot of the drought. I had season tickets, I think five. It was whenever I moved moved back up this way because I was down south for a little while and uh, I got season tickets as soon as I got back. And that was in the heart of the drought. And it was it was a sad time. I mean, the stadium was always full, but everybody, everybody was just so drunk and pissed like the yeah. entire time. So it was, yeah, it was an interesting, uh, interesting time for fans, but they're much more, like I said, they are definitely much more welcoming and pleasant now than cause they, you know, it's, they're winning. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. You Bill's fans have a lot, a lot to look forward to. Like that, 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 that that Bills loss in, in in the playoffs that was I was actually mad like I was mad like like how I'm mad like when the not quite like how I'm mad when the Packers lose but like I was I was triggered I was yeah. like that was I went I, 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 I went right I to sleep to <laughs> I didn't talk to anybody I put my phone down and I just I kicked everybody out of them. I had some people over watching I, <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. And I went right to went right to sleep. And I didn't talk about it until Thursday uh on our on our show that week. I broke my silence, but it was Yeah, tough. I think I it texted was, you and you didn't respond. It was just <laughs> like, like the the roller coaster of emotions the last two minutes of that game were just like wow. Like I I was exhausted. I you know, fell literally fell right to sleep. So I, I want to get back to talking about the Packers in a minute here, but what do, what are your thoughts on on the Bills this this come up season? Like, what do they got going on? Uh, do do they have any guys that are potentially losing? Do you feel like you guys are going to be on the same track and just keep it moving? I think there's there will be some cap casualties, but it's not going to be anybody who's uh, earth shattering to the team. Uh, they did release AJ Klein today, who was nice uh, depth for the linebacker spot, but not a starter. Uh, so it doesn't impact in that regard. And it saved, you know, around just close to 7 million. Um, but I actually read an article the other day that uh, my neighbor, who's a big Bills fan, sent to me about how a lot of people think it's actually going to be tough for players to make this roster as it stands. So I, I think there's going to be a big trade for running back, either Saquon or Christian McCaffrey. I lean Saquon because a it's uh, we don't have to take on McCaffrey's contracts like 14 million for this season alone, uh, and that's to to me yeah. that's I don't I don't agree with uh, overpaying at the running back position because I think they're a dime a dozen. If you have a good offensive line, we can get a you know you you can plug in a lot. There's been a lot of one year, two year wonders at the running back position in my lifetime. 
simply because of the line they have in front of them. So I don't know. I think, you know, it's, I, I think they'll cruise to another division win uh, because I don't believe that Mac Jones is good enough to compete with Allen, especially if it's not 50 mile an hour wins like it was that Monday night game. But uh, yeah, back to the playoffs. And it's just a matter of finally beating Kansas City or Joe Burrow now, Justin Herbert or Lamar, whoever's going to be there. Yeah, it's just a lot of good quarterback talent. So. And you guys got Russell Wilson now. You got it, which I don't think he's gonna be a big problem. I don't. Think, I, still, no. I still don't. I don't know. Not don't overly concerned. Problem. I mean, so uh, this was a conversation I was having because I did want to touch on this about the Russell Wilson thing. I don't want to delay getting back to Packer talk, but uh, where I'm at with the Russell Wilson thing, and I, I'll stand by it because I was arguing with my best friend over text messages about this for like an hour. Um, I I just I think given that he had control and had the option to decline or accept a trade, I, I'd be curious to see what a team like the saints or the bucks were offering. And if Seattle was even remotely close to accepting one of those deals, because uh, I think he had a better shot getting into the playoffs and getting, you know, through the playoffs if he stayed in the NFC, just because of the, the there's to me, there's two powerhouses in the, in the NFC right now. And that's green Bay and the Rams. Um, whereas in the AFC, I just think it's a lot thicker. So I think he would have been better served staying in the NFC. Uh, we'll see what happens when he, you know, rolls into Denver and has a, another tough division he's going to be playing in. Yeah. I, I, I'm to get to Kelsey's comment here in a second. Cause I, I, I think that's a great comment, but, uh, I, I, I was watching Pat McAfee today and, and there were, he, he was saying like guys like Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, like, they're not worried about going to the AFC. Like, they're not scared. Like, a lot of fans, like, we talk about, you don't want to go to the AFC. I've said it myself. Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to go to the AFC. Not that I think he's scared. I just, no, you know, he want to go to the either. But, but he was saying players don't, don't, think, don't think like that. They think mo more about the team I have because, like, it, it, it's about what I can do, not about what someone could do to me. Right. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I, I don't have that mentality. Because I worry more about what people can do to me. Like I think if they do attack me, do I run or do it? Yeah, I'm gonna run. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, maybe players don't have that. But I want to get to this comment because this is I've been getting a lot of this last couple of weeks. Aaron Nagler, who I, I'm not sure if you know him, but he uh is a co-owner of Cheesehead TV. He, he they 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 do great stuff over there. They're big uh, Packer people. Uh, but he said uh, Nagler was talking about the thought the Packers should have moved on from Rodgers. You don't think that too, do you, Matt? Because I think that's crazy. No, I I get like what he was saying. And he's all on board with Rogers because I was actually on a Twitter space with Cheesehead TV and him and a bunch of other people. And he's all on board with, with Rogers coming back. But a lot of guys thought, a lot of people thought maybe the Packers should move on from Rogers because they can get a bunch of picks. Sure. Get, get you know, start a rebuild. I, I, a lot of people think that, you know, you go with Jordan Love. If Jordan Love isn't that dude, you're gonna have a bunch of picks to get the next dude the next year. So like, I, I get his thought. I don't agree because I, I think uh, I'm all on board. Like with Aaron Rodgers, I think winning now, like you keep your quarterback as long as you can. And maybe I'm just I'm so biased, like of a Packer fan. I, I want Aaron Rodgers to retire a Packer. I think Aaron Rodgers give us the best chance to win. So like, I want him. But like, Aaron Nagler knows what he's talking about. Aaron Rodgers. Nagler's good people. I know. I think, well, I mean, it doesn't like that. He said that though. It never hurts to play devil's advocate because if you think about this too, if we saw what the, the uh, Broncos gave up for Russell Wilson, to me, he's a, a tier at, at least one tier ahead. Aaron Rodgers is at least one tier ahead of where Russell Wilson's the levels they're playing at right now. Yeah. So if, uh, you know, Denver backed the truck up and unloaded everything for Russell Wilson. It makes you wonder what kind of offers maybe Green Bay was getting for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Like, you, you got to entertain it. You got to entertain it and see, you know, yeah, who knows what kind of player return, pick return. I would think you're getting more than what De Denver just gave up. The age difference between Rodgers and, and Wilson, like, like Wilson could play. Yes. Yeah, and that's Rodgers. fair, too. Yeah. I think Rodgers, I think you can get another three, four years on it if he wants to. And then that's the thing, too. He's talking about retirement. The last two years, whether he meant it or not, or he's just throwing that out there, he's talked about, like, 
it's hard to trade and throw a lot at a guy who is talking about retirement, even mentioning it. Uh, I think you'd be careful to, because like it, you could give up of all these, you know, two first round, two second rounds and a couple players. And then the plays one year and retires. You're like, well, they, you know, that sucked. Um, Yeah. I don't, I just think with, you know, with Rogers, he took his best, the best opportunity for him, like you said, is, is he has to look at what he has around him and I don't know where else he could have gone or would have gone. You know, there's a lot of talk of Pittsburgh and, and different teams like that, that, just the comfortability that he has with Green Bay and with those that, yeah, you know, Bakitari and, and Adams and all those guys, like, it just makes sense for me that, to, and I told you this, I think today when we were texting about it, from where I was with the Rodgers thing from the get-go was he returns to Green Bay or he retires now. Yeah. I, don't, I, I didn't see him in another uniform. In fact, I think my quote the other, like a week ago on your live show was, uh, Seeing Aaron Rodgers in another uniform would be like seeing Matt Ramage in a Costco hoodie. Not going to happen. No. no I, I, I was like from the beginning saying Aaron Rodgers is coming back or retiring. Like I said that like from the very beginning. Because I remember last year like when we went through this and I was saying all the things. I was like, Rodgers coming back. And last year, I think it was more uh, iffy than it is than, than it was this year, like looking back. So like I remember saying it last year, like if, if he comes back, Next year, like whatever happens, happens. It's gonna be so like right when the season ended, I wasn't yelling Rogers coming back. I was like, oh, wait and see. But like how things lined up, Rogers stayed in Green Bay, talked with him a little bit. He he said nice things about the front office on a Pat McAfee show. I think if he was thinking about leaving, he, he didn't have to say like those things. At his M at his MVP ceremony, he you know talked to him up and you know, all the front office, and then they hired his old quarterbacks coach who is retired. Like they pulled him out of retirement and they said Rogers had a big part in that. I don't think he would like try to have a big part in that and then, then leave. Like, you don't like, you don't like yeah. tell your buddy, Hey, come work at, <laughs> come work here. Right. Like, like wherever you, you know, you, and then you quit. Like, you know, like at, at my job, I'm like, Hey, come work. It's a great place to work. We're going to have a good time. And then he starts the next week. I quit. Like, ah, I, move. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that'd be like, not to say that he's not a good quarterbacks coach. Like, he'd be good for Jordan Love or whoever's playing quarterback there. But he came out of retirement. Like, he was chilling. He was having a good time doing whatever he's doing in retirement. But, you know, Roger's like, hey, you know, that'd be cool to have you come back and, like, do the things. And for him to just leave, then it, it just doesn't make sense to me because I, I don't know why you do that. Yeah. And, and he gets to stick around and continue his ownership of, like I said – Ipso facto, as a Packers owner, you are, I am. We we also own three other franchises on top of that because yeah. he just continues beating on the Bears, the Lions, and the Vikings. We don't badmouth the Lions, though. That's one thing I really respect about you, Matt. Yeah, I, you, I, I don't badmouth the Lions. No, because you don't see in your, their fans in your comment sections well, running their mouths. It's always the Vikings and the Bears fans. Yeah, I've never, like, rarely do I ever have a Lions fan Talking smack, like yeah, a lot of times they're just cool. A lot of times they're like, yeah, we know we still, and they don't have because I wouldn't care if, if if a Lions fan said, I think this is our year, but like they're just not being crappy. Like yeah. I have no problem because like defend your team, do your thing. Right. A lot of times they're just cool. Like I don't know, and and, and they were cool with Stafford. I thought I, that I thought that that was respectable. It was. They, they were all happy for them. They, they were, were celebrating their own way. Yeah, but, I, uh, I, I like that too. I yeah, I mean, I, it, it's just. Detroit's a really tough team to not like, you know, and the, but like Bears and Vikings fans kind of make it really easy. Oh, yeah, they do. I want to get to this one. Bob asked, do you think they'll trade love? I actually don't think that they will, unless someone comes up and offers something big for them, which I don't see happening. I, I, I was seeing a lot of people talking on Twitter about it. Like, there's not a lot of upside to trade love. Like, he's not a big cap hit. He's still on his rookie deal. So, like, no, it, do they think that he eventually will be that guy? And is there anyone willing to offer them? And it doesn't have to be a first round pick because I think they could eat some of it. But like, is someone going to offer them? Like, I don't think they're going to trade him for a fourth round pick because yeah. I just want to say something. This is just a, and it's Packer fans do not take this the wrong way at all. But I just want to remind you guys of something. When Aaron Rodgers stepped right into 
the role after Favre, he was immediately effective. You got to remember that that's uh, what some people would call a unicorn. That does not happen very often. Uh, if anybody's willing and bored, go back to 2018 Josh Allen highlights for the Bills and watch how it, it, everybody's all harsh on love, saying he he doesn't have it, he doesn't have it. You aren't going to know that from him filling in a, a primetime game against the Chiefs in the middle of a season. You're not going to know what he's capable of until you have enough, you know, a good sample size to to go off of. Because if the Bills had, if the Bills fans and ownership, GM, you know, front office had that mentality with Allen, he wouldn't have lasted, and we wouldn't be having, you know. We wouldn't be watching what we watch from him now. Development takes time for some of these players. And and like I said, and I think that's where Packers fans are, are slightly spoiled because they expect results right now because that's what they've had for the last, you know, since Brett Favre at the quarterback yeah, position. Yeah, and, and, and then even when one of them goes down, you get a guy like Matt Flynn who comes in and just absolutely lights it up. <laughs> and so, so they're just used to that. Like they expect him to come in and uh, – and, and just really be effective right away. And, and it's just not always the case. And sometimes you gotta, you just gotta take your lumps. You know, I watched that with Allen. I watched him play some really, really bad games, relying on his legs a ton. Everybody in the Buffalo media and fan bases were like, this kid can't throw. He's the most inaccurate passer I've ever seen. That's Terry Bradshaw was saying that during a, a regular season game two years ago at, at a halftime break. And I was just I like, fan Terry Bradshaw. I'm not a huge fan myself, but <laughs> uh, it's just these, some of these guys need time. And and if, if franchises get uh, antsy and, and don't want to allow that time and development to take place, they could be missing out on a real gem because I always think about that with Allen had Buffalo given up on him before year three. I mean, he had two full seasons under his belt starting where he was just like, Ugh, like this is <laughs> borderline hard to watch. Uh, you know, he made some real flashy, crazy plays. Uh, and then he made some plays where you were just like, does he have a functioning brain in his head right now? And uh, now look at what he's, he's a front runner for uh, odds wise in Vegas for MVP. That was probably before they knew Rogers was, re- uh, they thought he might've been retiring. So I don't know if that might change now that Rogers is coming back. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just don't give up on Jordan Love yet. That's what that's all I'm going to say. I know you guys seen more of them and seen, you know, than I have probably. But just with, so, players well, need they, time. The thing with Jordan Love, too, it, it, he's younger than most players that were drafted like in his time. I, I don't know his exact age, but they're saying that like, he's younger than some of these guys, like, that are starting. So, like, he's – I think that it, it might take him a little bit longer – to get it going. And then now with Rodgers being there, he's going to have more time. Even if it was like, even if he watched this coming season, that that's only three years. And that's how much time Rodgers sat behind Favre. Like, I'm not saying he's going to be the next coming to Aaron Rodgers. Right. I, and I and neither am I, but you just can't rush things like that. And, and, and you yeah. can't, you can't expect him to be Aaron Rodgers. That's, I guess that's the point I'm trying to make yeah, is you can't dude. expect him to be that at all and then you know if it pans but if it pans out and he does yeah then hell yeah right good stuff but (laughs) it'd be a good time right i don't think we're gonna be that lucky uh i i I don't expect him to be that good uh, because i don't think you could aaron Rodgers is 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 one of the best to do it at at yeah Yeah, he's a hall of famer you you can't just like nobody would have guessed i would never have guessed aaron Rodgers would have been as good as brett Favre because what are the chances that you have a hall of fame quarterback and you draft Another one right behind him, like it just doesn't happen. But uh, yeah. it, it did there. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think uh, a, a lot of positivity in the comments, huh? Well, yeah, uh, there should there should be. It's a good day for Packers Ron, fans. Ron says, "What happens if uh, they extend Love on a cheap deal now and he turns into something?" I'm not sure that they would extend him now because I think they have like they, they can do a fifth year option. They they can get him pretty cheap going forward. That's the thing too. Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love have have the same agent. So I'm sure his agent wants them both to play. So I think and there, there's no rush to extend him either. He's under yeah, contract. He's a backup. So it's not like he, if, if I ever saw a backup quarterback 
say they're holding out or anything for more money and I was the general manager, I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> see ya, bro. Like, yeah, I can find, uh, uh, you know, there's 200 of you in the free agent pool right now that I can find to hold the clipboard. And yeah, that, that, that's it. He's, uh, he's on a rookie contract yet for two more years, two more years. And does that count his, uh, option possibility? Yeah, I don't he's got know. A, yeah, he's got a fifth year option. Um, we, we talked about this early, but Kevin asked, can the Packers get a true number two wide receiver? Like, of course they can. That'll be an interesting thing. Like how? Because obviously that is going to be something that they want to do. Uh, are they going to try to trade for someone? Are they going to try to draft a wide receiver high? Maybe that's part of Aaron Rodgers coming back. <laughs> like you better use that first pick on a wide receiver. And, it, and this is a this is a pretty talented wide receiver class too. So it'll be. Uh... And not to mention, there's some names coming through free agency. There's talk of Amari Cooper getting released. You know, yeah. guys like Amari Cooper and these now mid midway through their career veteran kind of guys, they're going to want to go to a thrower. They ain't going to sign a big contract and go to the Jets or you know a guy with an unproven a team with an unproven QB who has a bunch of money. I mean, some of them might, but I, I think Cooper wants to win. So I, I think if Cooper ends up released, you see him go to a contender. He's not going to go to uh, you know, I think it's going to be, we talked about teams jumping on bandwagons, uh, as far as what the Rams did with the all in and spend the picks, spend the money, do it all. Uh, I think with that trend, you're going to see more guys doing these restructuring and this guaranteed money up front, signing bonus money that, so that they can go play, uh, for a team who has a shot, a legitimate shot. Yeah. And uh, Mark asked, do you think Cobb is back? I think that there's a good chance because if Rodgers wants him back, they're going to get him back. I mean, he's not going to get a monster deal. I think he was, wasn't really expensive. Well, last night wasn't expensive because the Texans made a lot of his contract. But uh, I, I could see him coming back uh, if, if Rodgers wants him back because Packers just do whatever <laughs> whatever he says right now, I think. But uh, one thing I want to get to be, before we cut out of this thing, the Falcons may be looking for a new wide receiver they got uh Calvin uh, Ridley, baby. Yeah, he got suspended for gambling <laughs> for a whole year for gambling. So, what what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I think it's one of the most ridiculous suspensions ever. He didn't. Pl- he wasn't. First of all, he was not actively playing. He was out. That was when he took his little mental health. I, I don't say little to minimize it. He took his mental health break. Uh, where he was having some issues, you know, finding love for the game or whatever, however it was that he put it. And uh, he made three wagers, uh, I, totaled $1,500, but he bet on the Falcons uh, to win, which, to be honest yeah. with you, he's kind of an idiot there. But, uh, <laughs> no, um, I, I just – I don't agree with the punishment at all because the he, they there was no – Nothing that directly impacted any games. He he didn't play in any of the games. And to be honest with you, if you play in a game and you bet on your own team to win, I don't see a problem with that either. That's just yeah. my personal opinion. Uh, it, 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 this goes back to the Pete Rose story. Uh, I'm a huge advocate for Pete Rose being in the Hall of Fame. Lift the ban. Uh, he bet on his own team to win. There's no evidence of him ever betting against his team. Some guy tried to do a story uh, where he – allegedly said he didn't bet against his team, but he bet um, he didn't bet on his team on certain nights. And I was like, well, if his fifth pitcher in the rotation is out on the mound, I'm not going to bet on him either, you know? <laughs> but anyways, yeah. uh, I think the, the, the NFL, the beating they're taking right now because of this is mainly because you see the, and I saw somebody put it in the comments, uh, the domestic violence issue with the, reign supreme in the NFL that they just year after year blow off. Uh, the major issue I had was y- you see all the other stuff that they'll step up for and, and stand behind. And they're during domestic violence month, their, uh, their association with that was a two minute K Adams video that you could find on their website talking about it. So they chose, you know, one of the most prominent women in the NFL media, and they put her out there to do a two-minute video about the problem that is domestic violence. And 
you know, these players are getting four to six game suspensions. You know, there's nothing. Yeah, I, I just, agree. It's to me, it's a complete lack of respect to the female fans. Like you're telling the female fan base that you don't care about them. In my opinion, uh, it's just to me, it's ridiculous. And if I was a female, it would be really difficult for me to like stand behind the NFL as a, you know, a fan because they just don't care uh, in that regard with, with, and that's a problem in the NFL. You can go through, there's actually a website and you know, on my uh, show, I do that segment called the things that sting where any sports stories that are kind of have a negative light to them or uh, are players arrested in any professional league. Uh, I kind of break them down because being in law enforcement, I have a little bit better of an understanding of uh, what could happen, what's going to happen, the next step in the process. Like I can read that stuff and I have a, a good idea of what's going on. Whereas some, you know, your average fan might not. Um, and there's actually a website I found that, updates anytime an NFL player is arrested, it gets added to this list. And it was something uh, I'm going to say the wrong number. I know I am, but since I had it from like February, 2021, it's like 50 some NFL players have been arrested and charged with crimes and, and they get for the most part slaps on a wrist. I mean, uh, one that was just settled was Richard Sherman. Uh, Richard Sherman just pled to two misdemeanors, but while that was all going through the court process and being investigated, he signs with Tampa Bay or whoever he signed with and finished out uh, a season, you know, like it was to me, they just don't, there's no accountability to yeah, the players. Yeah. And, and, but, but, but Calvin Ridley makes three wagers on an app on his phone where it's legal. It's a legal thing that he did. Uh, but because it's a policy of the NFL, they're like, nope, one year suspension. It's ridiculous to me that they yeah, that they're. I think they they need to get their their penalties in order. Like this is what it because like a lot of guys are are doing the same thing and getting like different type of thing. I think to me domestic violence if 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 it's shirt cut domestic violence like it needs to be a year or it seems like if it's on video then that, that then they really care but like. There's a lot of guys like I, I'm. I'm fully against domestic well, violence. I think that there, there's. Is. I don't think it's it. photographic evidence of Dalvin Cook's interaction with his uh, ex, who was in the military, where they're ex in a in a text exchange where she sends a picture of her beaten face to him, saying, "I can't go see my family for Thanksgiving now with my face looking like this." And there's been nothing done to Dalvin Cook for that, and not even a. He's, you know, the Vikings saying, hey, we're going to look into this. If the, she's she might not be cooperating with law enforcement, that does happen often, more often than people even know about, which is half the time they're like, well, the police didn't do anything. Well, we can't do anything if a victim is not cooperating. It's just yeah. the way it is. But and that could be the case with the Dalvin Cook situation. But how does the NFL not look into that and say, oh, time out? What is this? Give us an explanation because this girl's face is beaten. She's in a text message conversation where you were responding to her. Like there's evidence out there. And and the NFL just kind of it's like a brush under the rug and and let's move on. And yeah, I think and, I think they're I mean more concerned about their image of uh that yeah. making them look bad than they so the suspensions put it more out there. But yeah, I, the, I think he as far as the gambling goes, like he wasn't playing. Like I think it, it's a whole different thing because he wasn't playing. I don't. I don't even think he was with the team. And and plus, like I, I saw, I saw someone on Twitter saying this: the the NFL should make their people, <laughs> make players gamble ten percent of their winnings on their team. Maybe yeah. they would try harder. Like That's he was a, gambling. I like that him. idea. That's a really good idea, actually. You want <laughs> like some I, effort? Yeah. If, if you were going against your team, maybe you could say, "Well, he could have been." Talking to his teammates, hey, I'll give you this, but it's fifteen hundred dollars. I don't think anyone's <laughs> up a game. Yeah, like, hey, uh, and and one there's a comment a while down that I saw that I just want to respond to. I don't. Somebody has said the players know the rules; they know they can't do that. Like he he broke the rules. Now he has to suffer the consequences. Sure, but what? So what's the rules with uh, punching a, a your girlfriend in the face yeah, and they, just they showing up? Right, they know that too. Uh, if you're going to sit here and tell me they know right from wrong, they shouldn't have, you know, Ridley shouldn't have made the bet. He knows it's against the rules. 
So are you, by that logic, there must not be any rules for, you know, beating up your significant other because there nothing ever happens when they do it. So I just, yeah, I don't, I, I think it's insane. I feel bad for Calvin Ridley, especially when he was in uh, some sort of dark, dark uh, place last year yeah, I could mentally. See and, and now, he, you know, he was, it, it sounded like he was ready to get back to doing what he loves. And now he's unable to do that for a year. So. I, I can see them throwing a penalty at him because they don't want players to do it. Sure. But like, I, I feel like a year is way too long, especially with the other penalties, how they lay him down. I, 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 it's just not matching up. It's kind of showing that you don't care about one thing, but you care so much about another thing. But uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's not a good look for the NFL at all. No, it's not. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Kareem Hunt. See, we have John in the comments saying Kareem Hunt was suspended for abuse, then cut by KC. Correct. Uh, he was cut by KC, but this goes back to what Matt said. There was video of it. So that once TMZ or whoever gets a hold of that video, th these teams are forced to make a move. They, they don't have a choice at that point. It's like Zach Stacy. We'll never see him in the NFL again. Not that we would have anyways because he wasn't very good, but – that video was one of the most disturbing videos I've ever seen. Um, and with Kareem Hunt, correct, he was suspended for abuse and cut by Kansas City, and he's been playing for the Cleveland Browns for the past four years now, or three years, whatever it is. So and some might say that's a punishment too. I don't know if that's where uh, John's going with that, if <laughs> going, going to play for Cleveland is a punishment in and of itself. But, uh, yeah, I, I yeah, they're still in the league. I, I, if they if they would make a zero tolerance policy, uh, where because that's what it should be. There shouldn't be a scenario where it's like, well, you know, this guy's situation. You know, uh, yeah, there's video of it, but he's uh, top five running back in the league. So you know, we got to kind of. And then this guy, he's a third string offensive lineman. Whatever yeah, he's we'll cut, he's cut. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's got to be level. It's got to be enforced levelly. And if they would just, like I said, a zero tolerance policy, and you make yeah, an example, make an example out of the first few guys it happens to, you're going to see that number decrease in a huge, huge yeah, it way. It should be if 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 you're charged with domestic violence and it goes to the court system and you're charged, suspended, or if there's video evidence where you don't even need the charge, like you see that it happened, it it should be minimum a year. Like they should. Like you say, they they they, they got to clean it up. They gotta, they can't condone that. I, I I think it's hideous, like how they handle this stuff. But uh, I mean, there's like Michael Vick in his final playing years when he became a journeyman was still every stadium he would go to, there was protesters outside for animal rights and all of that. Yeah, where are these people stepping up for for the domestic? You know, it's like it's just our world's kind of just screwy. I mean it. it it is what it is, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think it's uh it's well. But uh everyone can uh find Joe the Beehive Sports Podcast. He talks all all all, all teams NFL. He's a great Bills fan and uh he does a great job. Appreciate you coming on and chatting up with me. Uh, what's hey, up, Mark? Thanks uh, for having me. I really uh, <laughs> it's always it's always <laughs> One of my one of my favorite Matt Ramage's com Matt Ramage comments of all time was on a post that said uh, it said what's your superpower and Matt's response was I can see around corners. <laughs> Dude, that is like a thing that uh, I I love doing is commenting on Facebook pages like WIXX is a local uh, radio station in Green Bay and with that area and I just comment like they, they always you know every radio station has the same content like yeah that. yeah and uh, like they just ask different stuff and i always just try to be funny on it yeah and, that was, uh, that was it, a good one that had me like laughing it's, it's entertainment for like while i'm at work i'll see it and i'm like what can i write <laughs> <laughs> and then the espn stuff i just troll like it, it'll be like especially like not with this rogers stuff it'll be like a sports page and they'll be like where's rogers playing next year and i could just write i guarantee he's playing in green bay and then i'll get a bunch oh, of yeah. coming at me. Yeah. And it's just it, it's entertaining. It is. I, I, I enjoy. And now that, you know, I I, I guess I was right. I, it proves me right. So Aaron Rodgers coming back to the Green Bay Packers. We will find out what the contract is, uh is involved with it. We'll find out Devontae Adams. He's obviously a franchise tag. We'll find out if he 
is going to uh, be extended before the season starts, which I think he will not extend it, uh, re-sign to a, to a long-term deal. We're going to find out a lot of stuff about the Green Packers, how they go forward. Are they going to bring back Campbell? Are they going to bring back Russell Douglas? Are they going to bring back a lot of guys? Zadarius Smith, I think, is probably not going to be there. Preston Smith, is he going to get re-signed? Is he going to extend it? Is he going to get uh, something I think is going to happen with them? I think the Packers have a lot of work to do. I think it's going to be interesting to watch what they do. Off season's just getting going. We got legal tampering starts next week. Yeah. <laughs> next, next Monday. Yes, that's sir. My, that's like my favorite day. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of illegal tampering always going on, but uh, they, they make it legal here in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate y'all tuning in. Go, Paco. I appreciate you stopping by, Joe. Let's get this. Hey, th- thanks for having me. <laughs> got a jam out on the way out of this thing, though, right? You got any moves? No. <laughs> I just do the doing that. <laughs> I thought 